What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the BLR. Happy holidays. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I'm here with George Polo. What's up, guys? Dude, already the end of college football. Uh, kind of a hectic uh, week in this past weekend. Um, some cool things to, I guess, point out, especially for you since Florida State's not going to a bowl for the first time since 1981. But besides the fact, uh, as far as it, as far as football goes, it, yeah, I mean this weekend at least solid weekend for me and for most Miami fans, unless you're a UM fan, but whatever. Um, it was a very rough weekend in sports. I know for you, even as a Bengals fan, it was a tough weekend in sports. I, <laughs> I, I, mean, I feel you, but yeah, I mean overall, you know, it's Thanksgiving and I'm expecting this like great, you know, football weekend. You know, the weather's nice here, all that, and then I have. FIU lose, the Heat get mopped. Um, he played? Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I didn't really want to throw him in there, but I had to. Uh, the Dolphins just do Dolphins things and lose in the most Dolphins way. The Marlins are the Marlins. Oh, yo. I've never. How, how are you guys feeling about the new Marlins colors? Actually, I just I've been reminded asking me actually a lot of people. Sharpies that is actually the Marlins. That is crazy. It's the light blue and red right next to each other. Yeah. I mean, I've asked a lot of people. In my opinion, it's definitely better than the old Marlins logo. The low, I mean, the logo by far is better. The whole, my whole thing Where's is the video. Do I buy the colors? Oh, the I mean, colors. The, the videos. I did not see one thing of baseball in, in the, that video. It was just our Colores video. Yeah, I mean, to me, the colors. Yeah, I'm not sold on the colors yet. At least I don't know if it's growing on me or not. I, like, I think I feel I feel like it can grow on me. I don't think I'm in love with it yet. What would have been sick, I think, with that design was a teal. In the teal would have looked so I think, sick. I think it would have looked good if they I just think it went back to the teal black. And, and apparently that was like one of the first questions that they asked Jeter. And Jeter was like, look, we thought about it, but we're just trying to like start everything fresh and, and you I, and I not get live that, in the that, past. That, yo, that's why they brought the red. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I mean, I, I think hit, it'll grow on me. Dude, I was like, oh, red, what? Yeah. Nah. And then like, I was thinking about it. And it kind of started to grow on me. So, yeah. I mean, I like the baseball lace mixed in there too. I thought yeah, that was yeah, a pretty yeah. cool twist yeah. to it. I like the, the logo. Marlins Logo's definitely cool. nicer. The logo's cool. Yeah. I think it'll grow on me. And I'm they could always a, do the throwback teals like and the throwback black and orange. Exactly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, fuck that. No. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I never really paid attention to it that much, but like the black and orange, dude, it did look bad. The black and orange is it's awful. A, it, oh, yo, awful. the logo. Like, I never, re- I never. Thought about it, I never liked it from day one, and I still don't like it. Like when they go like black tops, or when they went black tops and like the gray pants and stuff. It's just I, I don't know. It didn't occur to me ne- just because I, I I guess I don't I'm not too into like watching Marlins games unless I go to Marlins Park. Like it had the yellow mixed in too with the letters nah, I oh, don't know. they were God, trying to do this whole like retro Miami kind of thing it I, just didn't look good. it didn't flow right. I feel like the players didn't even enjoy wearing the uniform yeah, yeah. I, I don't know I think it's definitely Y'all in the right direction okay. it's in the right direction with the new logo yeah. for sure I like I like the orange jersey they get I guess I, yeah, I, I don't know but yeah anyway. I, I definitely think it's a step up Teal was definitely the freshest gear Hey, I don't know if it's just an old school thing because I feel like I like the Marlins. I mean, the Dolphins old logo too a lot more than the new one. Yeah, yeah. The Dol- the Dolphins are kind of a, a weird situation though because like I like their uniform. They're still one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. No, that's like, what I'm saying. Their uniforms are actually really nice. They're old ones though. But were those fire, that old man. logo. I don't know why they can't just do the old logo with what they're doing right now. 
I don't know. That's a whole other. No, I know. This All one's right. such a modern dolphin. Like it's so well, like. That's exactly what they did with the Marlin. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on. So, <laughs> anyways, those are those a quick uh, new Marlins logo reaction, and uh, now diving into a quick rundown of this past weekend's college football. Like we mentioned before, FSU is not gonna be going to a bowl for the first time since nineteen. 19- 81 because they couldn't get a win over the Gators. They weren't going to get a win over the I don't Gators. Think, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think anyone expected it to. And they had a little momentum going in after Boston College. but Not only are they now making a bowl for the first time since 1981, this is their first losing season since 1976. Wow. Bobby Bowden's first year. I guess that's good. The legendary coach at Florida State. Tiger's going to follow the same footsteps. Oh, hey, look at that. So I guess that's the only... Positive thing I could see out of that stat line right there. First losing season for Bobby Bowden was in 1976, and that was his first year coaching. Willie Taggart's first year coaching at Florida State, losing season. Who hey, knows? parallels, bro. It's a sign. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe we'll, hey, we're gonna man, have to, we're gonna hey, have to wait till I, next I, year to figure that out. After noticing that, if I'm a Florida State fan, I'm I'm. You better not hop off that bandwagon. I'm not, yet. I'm not even gonna say bandwagon because right. no one's on a Florida State. I don't think anyone's right on now. it right now, but. Hey, hey, good pickup right there. Good pickup. Yeah, we're a basketball school now. That's what everyone yeah, says yeah, at yeah. Florida State. So, diving into the next uh, rivalry disappointment of the weekend, Ohio State-Michigan was absolutely mm. nothing to what we, at least, or any, way, what we, anybody we, thought. Before, I don't want, like, we messed up completely on all our picks this weekend. I mean, we got Virginia Tech. We got I'm Virginia Tech, Virginia. but on all I these top ten, it. I think Wash U, like Washington State uh, lost. But we I should just have just picked that. Washington, dude. I Washington know. State hasn't won an Apple Cup since like 2000. Oh, really? They've lost six straight Apple Cups Damn. to Washington. So And the snow really messed up. We shouldn't even pick Michigan. The snow, think about it. I uh, was Harbaugh, thinking, Harbaugh hasn't even beat Ohio State either. 0-6 against Ohio State now. 0-6. I mean, dude, the freshman receiver, Chris uh, Chris Olav for Ohio State. Freshman receiver, bro. He had five receptions for 70 yards coming into this game. Had two touchdown catches oh, yet, yeah, he had a uh, on Saturday. Game. And had the blocked punt return, the one that fell right into his, hands, his hands and returned it for dude, a touchdown. Like, it's a miracle right there. Freshman receiver, like, went off. And then Dwayne Haskins. This is against the best defense in the Big Ten, too. One of the top five defense in the country. country put up yeah. 60. A si- hung like up nothing. 60 on him. Like nothing. Like nothing. And like I was hesitant to pick Ohio State. I don't know what, because dude, it's. I, no, I didn't. It wasn't. It, none of the none of what the season entailed this year was in their favor, especially after coming a game off Maryland, off the way they played against Maryland. Exactly. I was like, Michigan dude, didn't like, even have a chance. Like, I mean, Ohio State didn't even have a chance. Here's another stat from you from that game. Dude, Michigan hasn't won in Columbus since 2000. Since 2000, 18 years they haven't won in the horseshoe, bro. That's crazy. 18 years. That sounds crazy to even say. Yeah, especially like a program like Michigan. That they, 18 years since they've won in the horseshoe. And I think Harbaugh at all right now should be in the hot seat, like at all. Oh, you know, you know, people around Ann Arbor are definitely calling for his ass right now. For sure. I don't think they are because, dude, they were having a great year. It's the same thing every year. They had the quarterback. They had, he they, had, they had everything in the right, like everything right here in their hands to make it to the college football playoff, to do what they've been trying to do. And then, boom, the biggest game of the year just choked. 
Chokes. The classic. Classic. Exactly. Classic exactly what Michigan does. Classic last few years. And he had the quarterback and everything. And, and I knew that it would be weird because it's Ohio State in the horseshoe. And bro, like that yeah, place I knew it would be a good game. It's a rivalry game. You can never count them out. Easily pick in a rivalry but game. I but thought dude, this would be the year. Yeah, every like you said, dude. The Maryland game the week before, like they hung up fifty on Ohio State. They should have lost that game. Yeah, they even should have. Like yeah, things exactly. were clicking for Michigan, and the thing that they needed to stop Ohio State was as balanced as they've had it in the last few years in terms of defense, and then on offense too, with a high-powered quarterback in terms of what he could do. Like, this had to have been it. And, dude, 60 on him. Like, come on, bro. Dwayne Haskins broke Drew Brees' single-season touchdown record in the Big Ten. Wow. 40, uh, uh, 40 touchdowns this year. Like, it was a whole entire just, oh, yeah. let's just break records on him, run up the score. Ruin like, their season right there. And just, it was so disappointing, dude. So disappointing. If I'm a Michigan fan, I'd be so upset right now. Just the fact that, like, the way they've been able to play all year – They've done everything right all year. And then when it came to the biggest, I guess, the not even the biggest test of the year, but one of their biggest tests of the year. Oh, dude, 62-39, man. You don't oh even, you don't even put up a game. It wasn't a game. There was not one point was Michigan in that game. Oh, no, they were in it in the beginning. Beginning, time, I mean. But, but like, like, you know, as the game was going yeah, on, you could tell just, exactly just, where this game was yeah, going. It, look, it looked like, it looked like a team regular. that just couldn't stop Ohio State's offense. That's yeah. exactly what they look like. Yeah, yeah. And it goes back to, dude, they, they haven't, under Harbaugh, they haven't won. It, oh, and six. No, I know, I know. We and you got to give credit to Ohio State offense, who's been great all year. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. In the last few to years, to where is Ohio crazy. State was a playoff contender, or when they made the playoff and stuff, this game, this rivalry game between those two, the game, quote unquote, right. has been better than it was this year. Like what? How? I don't know, man. Football is just unexplainable sometimes. No, clearly, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, why? I have a question though. Why a noon game for college game day? Game? I don't know. I think it's because that game weather, is always maybe? at noon. Or it's just always. It's at always noon. at oh, noon. Okay. Weird. So, moving on from that little rant, because we all expected that to be a great one. That game Mich- was definitely disappointing, that's for sure. I was about to bring Michigan Michigan up again. Uh, <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury is out at Texas Tech, the former Texas Tech quarterback standout who returned back to his alma mater to coach is now fired. Um, you know what I would expect? So, first of all, from multiple sources and all this stuff on Twitter, he's getting a tons, tons of calls from oh, NFL sure. teams. From uh, NFL team, yeah, oh, wow. offensive assistant, like I could see that. He's a I mean, he's young, a, he's a, up and yeah, coming, coming coach. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, and that's coached, and the NFL's full of those guys right now. He coached Patrick Mahomes. He's a pa- Patrick Mahomes is is a Kingsbury product. Product, yeah. Uh, Davis Webb is a Kingsbury product, and technically, he had a Baker Mayfield, Mahomes, and Davis Webb all in the same quarterback room at the same time. At one point, wow, Mayfield had a situation and left. Right, of course, but still, we'll like, get Baker the guy, now. The guy's the up and coming quarterback guy. And you got you know? Mahomes out there. That's MVP candidate right now too. Yeah. So uh, my prediction for him is: look for him to be either picked up by an NFL staff as an offensive assistant, if quarterback I'm him, coach. I'm out of college and I'm going straight to the NFL as an assistant somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So expect that. Um, Not to say that he never goes back to college, but I think that for him right now, do it. He just got kicked out of a college, per se. Like you said, he has all the credibility in the world. Go over there and work on some NFL QBs. Here's the thing, though. You, cannot, you I could also see him going to like a small Conference USA school 
and or like an American right a smaller conference to really build and get into the whole like yeah develop a high powered college and like football a conference. yeah exactly what Lane Kiffin's doing at FA, FAU he's funny on Twitter you know like the whole rep of Cliff Kingsbury's that he's the whole good looking like super young yeah. like how old is he I think he's in his thirties oh wow late thirties yeah but. I could definitely see him taking over some type of program like that, like a North Texas or something, if they were to let go of somebody and it becoming a real popular thing. He becomes big on social media, yeah. something like that. Yeah, so, he can hype up the program. Yeah, so that's my prediction for him as far as that goes. But, yeah, he is out now at Texas Tech. Hmm. And then I don't know if anyone was watching, but uh, Oklahoma at West Virginia on Friday. Just to, like, dude, no defense. Another wild game. And, like, I'm not, a good even, game, I'm not even going to try and break it down. I mean, Drew, uh, Will Greer, career high in all his college football career, 539 yards passing. Wow. They put up, what, 56? It was 59 59-56, yeah. Dude. Not even an overtime. Kyler Murray's game. ridiculous. Like, yeah, I get it. But, like, it's just not even – there's no there's rhyme no. or reason or any type of theory as to why this is happening in the Big 12, that there's no defense. There is no you defense. Okay, picture this. A Big Twelve team that actually took focus on building a solid defense. I think they would be freaking dominant in that in that conference. But everyone who wants to be a powerhouse on offense, it's cr- I don't get it though. Like, dude, you're, you're mean, recruiting, you're getting four star guys that's on what defense. That's what I'm saying. And like, dude, look at look at Cliff Kingsbury getting fired. He gets fired, but the guy, his offense is a top ten offense. Yeah. No matter who is playing quarterback, obviously because it's air raid, they're going to be putting up numbers. But dude, they put up points. His whole thing is that he just couldn't figure out defense worse than everybody else before him in the Big 12, right. like at Texas, at Oklahoma. He's just been doing it a little bit worse in terms of figuring out defense. So he lets up. They're scoring 70. They let up 71. He's doing it a little bit worse than everybody else in terms of I defense. Mean, dude, That's he why also he isn't pulling up the recruits that are coming in. Some but of like Dana Holgerson either. at West Virginia, dude, your, your offense is crazy. You got a ton of weapons, bro. Like watching that game was like super entertaining. Yeah, but, but if you love football, you're just in seeing sense, guys wide open, dude. Yeah, if you like are a fan of good football, like bro, it's not good it's football. It's not good dude. football. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's good not football. good football. It's like, what well, do you call what do you call Chiefs Rams? Huh? You call Chiefs Rams good football? Okay, that day? but here's the thing about Chiefs Rams that people don't realize. Everyone's like, no defense anymore. No defense, dude. There's four, three or four defensive scores in that game. True. Like, if it wasn't for those defensive scores, like, who knows? True, Maybe true. the game isn't going to It's like a 30-something point game. Like, they were, yeah. like people were getting to Mahomes, sack fumble, return yeah, yeah. for a touchdown, pick this, pick that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, yo, this was literally Will Greer. No, yeah, it's like, tearing apart defenses, like, if it's his job. Like, third and three, and he fakes a screen and just launches it deep, and it's David Sills wide open yeah, by himself. Yeah. Like, every play. I'm like... It's not. I mean, dude, when you look at the stat line, you when you got two QBs throwing for almost four five hundred yards, I mean, there's a and and then you have the running backs running for another hundred. And I, I'm really interested in it. I keep trying to look it up on, and I'm asking a lot of people around me that I know that are you know big football analysts and like actual people who know football. Like, what what is it about the Big Twelve? Is it some? Is it about how they recruit or how they breathe the? And it's just, I don't get it. I dude. think it's just how what they focus on when it comes to a program. I think they just take very little focus 
on defense that they've just developed powerhouses on Look, offense. I'm telling and, you right now, if, if and if they, they just want, play this soft coverage on defense, if they want don't to give be, up the big play. If they want to be like that, they don't expect to be a contender in the playoffs. Like, yeah, Oklahoma almost beat Georgia That's last year. That's the thing. But see what happened last year. Their defense gave way. Think of a Big 12 team that can play defense. What was the ending of last year's Rose Bowl, the playoff game? Dude, it was like an overtime game where it was like 48 to 49 or 50. Like 50-something. I, You know, like I just I don't get it. And there's, if, there's no defense in the Big and 12. And it's like, okay, power. they're a Power 5 team. That's why they're going to get their chance at the playoff. But, dude. Of you, course. They, but when you got what SC, is Oklahoma going to do? When you got SEC do? teams playing what they're doing, and, I mean, I guess that's it right now. But you got – like you put – let's say right now you got a, a one-loss Georgia team, right? Yeah. Who's going to lose to the number one team in the nation. Technically, you got to at least think, you know what? That Georgia team can still probably beat that number five Oklahoma team. Think about it. It, I just, I don't know, man. It like, and I have an interesting theory that I want to bring up that I want to see what you think about. But like, what what would a Big Twelve team this year do in the playoff? Alabama would score eighty five on them. Yeah, with you know, like, because you don't have a chance. I have a weird theory about Bama and Oklahoma, but Mm. I'm not. It's not a theory. It's not. You see, but then it's college football, and then, of course, they're going to find a way to make that a game. Like, it would be a good game if Oklahoma played Notre Dame first round because Notre Dame sucks. Sucks. I think think Oklahoma actually kind of wins that game. Yeah, they could just because it's like, (laughs) I I just don't think. kamikaze. I I mean, I don't know how good Notre Dame's defense is. I know they're a good defense. They literally almost almost lost to USC this week. Yeah, but they they, almost lost to USC. That is all I have to say. say, They literally almost lost to USC this week. I know. And they're going to be in the playoff. That's what, ah, you dude, know what, what the part this, that pisses me off about Notre Dame this year, man. is that you know they're gonna go in again, like you just said, coming off a seven point victory to USC, who they were battling all game with, and now yeah. they're gonna come and just basically get their driver's seat while you got a number four team Georgia that has to go play Bama just to go play the SEC yeah, championship, like, yeah. and, and 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 Notre Dame is here chilling on you know. Doing nothing this weekend, be, just watching everyone play football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but I did, and I, they don't have one big game to go play because this is the biggest game of the year. I am for openly, a lot of teams. Look, man, I like Notre Dame. I think it's a super cool awesome program. program. But they gotta it's, figure out something like that, it's so especially sick. with this college football. But bro, I'm a, I'm a huge Notre Dame hater. Yeah, like what you are. Like I don't, I like the pro, but dude, but, are but, they really gonna what's do up with anything no in this playoff championship thing? They gotta figure out something there because it's not fair. They're it's not fair though. It's not fair. Th- tell me in how in any way is that fair? I mean, dude, think about it. This this week, conference championship games make or break your college foot. Like if you're a college playoff relevant team, think of all the teams that are relevant this after the after this weekend. Oklahoma's playing because they know they have a chance at the college football playoff, right? Yeah. Ohio State's playing this weekend knowing that they have a chance at the college football playoff. UCF is playing this weekend knowing they have a chance at the college football playoff. Then you have Notre Dame who's sitting there. You know, obviously, yeah, they've proven their point. But so have all these teams that they've proven their point all year long. And then now you're going to have Notre Dame come in and not play this weekend but basically be A-OK to make it into this weekend. When they're all playing conference uh, champions uh, this year, you know they're playing good teams, and that that's something that they can't even control. You know, 
Like that's something that I know it's not something that they control, but they got to find a way to make the system work not into that into that favor. It, it, the college football playoff is getting annoying. It is. You know? It is. It is. It's also starting to look. And here's the thing with the whole UCF thing. Just because if I'm any of those schools outside of the top four right now, and I see Notre Dame there, I'm pissed. Since we're on this, here's the thing. Like, it's coming to the point where I read it's like this playoff system is never. No matter, even if there is a team that literally builds itself to where they can contend in the playoff, the playoff system is never going to be rewarding to a group of five teams. It's no. only going to be power five teams. Yeah. Because I would pick a healthy Mackenzie McKen- Milton UCF team to give Notre Dame a run for their money. I would potentially pick them, dude. Yeah. I could see I that. would potentially pick them for sure. Last year's UCF I mean, they were team. Being, yeah, last I was gonna year's say UCF last year's team, UCF I'm team picking beat, over Notre I was gonna Dame. Say, last last year's UCF team, I'm definitely picking over Dame. They just beat they beat Auburn, and then they come in and they're gonna play a, you know, a okay. No, nah, I'm not gonna use that word. A good Notre Dame team, but definitely not as good as the Auburn team they played last year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I mean, that's the part that pisses me off. It's just that you got all these teams. It's between the layout and then that whole independent thing with Notre Dame. You got all these teams. You got seven teams, let's say, right now that are actually contending for a spot right now because of their conference championship games. They have a chance to make it in to the college football playoff. But you got Notre Dame that's independent, and that messes up. I don't know. Uh, To me, that's not – I know they have no control over it, but that shit sucks to me. Yeah, I agree. But I do – Oklahoma, crazy on offense. Crazy. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb, Kyler Murray, Robbie Anderson, uh, Trey Sermon. Dude, the weapon, that Hollywood. Let's see if I could find this thing. Like, it's crazy the Murray, amount of talent. Which was interesting. It was a, a Kyle Murray to a comparison. And hey, this, this, is just, it, this is just a little chime. It's something I'm just going to throw out there. The only teams that ever beat Bama. Oh, God. <laughs> the only teams that ever beat Bama are the teams that are wild like that on offense. That they will get into a shootout with yeah, them. With Bama. And they can't contain the quarterback. But guess what? If it's not the quarterback, it's a Robbie but Anderson or Trey Sermon catching the ball to the back, backfield and running the ball. And a C.D. Lamb going over the top of them. Those are the only teams that beat Bama. No, I know. So if there is some type, I'm not saying. I'm it's just, just saying. hard to tell how relevant those teams really are. I'm not I, saying that they're not. I know, I know. When the defense is that they I play. Totally agree. That's the like, only they problem. They won't with be that. able to stop two or anything. I'm not like saying that. that they're not good, but yeah, exactly. But no, but that's what the, but that's exactly what you're saying how they go into those shootouts. Just a quick observation, I'm just saying Oklahoma, Bama, if that happens for some reason and somehow the college football playoff do not write that game off immediately. It'll be interesting oh, to see. Oh, at all. I could never. So Cal Murray's I'd be okay with a I'd be okay with a Bama Oklahoma first round matchup. And then, yo, how about the uh, A&M LSU game? Oh, my God. What was it, eight OTs? Uh, seven overtimes. Oh, seven? Really? Right? I thought it went to eight. Tied the NCAA record for most overtimes in an FBS game. Seven OTs. Seven OTs. Kellamon went 23 of 49, 287, six touchdowns. Joe Burrow went 25 of 38, 270, three touchdowns. He also led LSU in rushing with 29 carries. 100 yards and three touchdowns. God damn. Like, bro, that was insane. We were all watching. Yeah, well, we caught it. it We caught it, what, like in the fourth overtime? Yeah, and it was just kind of one of those, like, dude, can they get the two? And they just kept getting the two. They kept getting it. They kept getting the two. 
Yo, I will tell you one thing though. That receiver A and M has. What's his name? Um, number thirteen, Rogers, is only three catches. Two of them were touchdowns. Damn. But dude, that guy, the catches that guy has made this year, are insane. Is he big? He's huge. Oh, he's a big guy. Number thirteen, he is so good. Like, that's another crazy thing that you can't explain. LSU's defense, one of the best. Yeah, that's seventy-four true. points, that's dude. That's so true. I, I get that at one I didn't point. Even think everyone about it at, everyone like gets that. tired. If you're playing of in a game like of that, of course. But I mean, that plays what into was it, it. But dude, like, before, oh. before, before even went into overtime, I mean, it was like a forty-eight something yeah, point man. game, and Jimbo came out on top. Good for him. We said it. I think I, ca- I did call that. Not one. much to say about that game. That it was just one of the craziest Only college football games ever. I mean, dude, seventy-four, seventy-two. Jesus. No, nah, that's that's wild. Like, crazy. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. So what do we got next? Hmm. Oh, yeah, Miles Gaskin, running back for Washington. Oh, I found it. Uh, four years in a row now that he's eclipsed 1,000 yards. That means since his freshman year, he has ran for 1,000 yards every single year that he's God played. Damn. With a 170-yard and three-touchdown game against Washington State in the Apple Cup. So, Miles Gaskin, we brought him up in the beginning of the year. Yeah. I think it was our first episode ever, or second one ever, that we brought up Miles Gaskin. He... Actually, did something that no one's ever done before four That's years crazy. in a row. One thousand yards. He's gonna be years. a senior, right? He is a senior. Or he yeah. is a senior now. Beast. Hell yeah. That's a name to remember. In uh, May. So I wanted to throw this out. I I I found it because you know you know we're getting to the end of the season. We were just talking about Cal Murray in Oklahoma, and everyone's like basically wanting to give Tua the the Heisman at this point. Yeah. I think he deserves it. I think all of us think he deserves it. You're a big Kyler Murray guy, bro. Bro, he's a, you know when you're a dual athlete like that. I that's one of the I to me as like a sports fan and as like an like an ex athlete, I think that is just like one of the most impressive things to do. Especially that I did play two sports in high school. Yeah, I just think it's like one of the most impressive because you know I played two sports, but I also had to stop because I realized you know I got to choose one. If and I, this, and this guy's just... able to go play professional <laughs> at both levels, so it's like holy crap. Yeah, okay. okay, so listen to this. Stat comparison compared to Tua and and Cal Murray, right? Total offensive yards per game, three hundred and seventy-seven for for Kyle, two eighty-three. Kyler. Kyler. Yeah. Uh, two eighty-three for Tua. Almost hundred yards. Passing yards a game, three hundred six, two sixty-five for Tua. Rushing yards a game, seventy-one, seventeen point six for Tua. Passing yards, I mean passing touchdowns, three point one to three point zero. Total touchdowns, 4.0 to 3.4. Completion percentage, 70.6 to 70.3. Passing yards per attempt, 12 to 11. Passing yards per completion, 17. And then points per game, 24 to 20. He leads in all those categories. Damn, I didn't even know that. I saw that the other day, dude. And I'll, and, I'll, and we'll put it on the page so you guys know kind of we just ran through that. if he wins a Heisman and then just goes, yeah, I'm done, I'm going to play for the A's. I'm just saying that's insane. Yeah, I didn't even think because everyone because dude the whole thing was in every big offensive. Yeah, and I think you're gonna about to make the same point that I was about to make. He leads in every offensive big offensive stat. But go say what you were. The whole thing about two is that dude again in the Iron Bowl like he throws for five touchdowns and runs for one six total touchdowns in the Iron Bowl like. It's like making people just be like, all right, just give it him already, just give it him already. But in reality, there's this going on. 
So you know what? Maybe the Heisman. Well, before the Iron Bowl, everyone wanted to give it to Tua anyways. Hey, that's a, that'll be a main point for this episode, I guess. The Heisman race is going to be tighter a little than tighter think. than you think. I mean, and Dwayne Haskins broke Drew Brees' record this past week. Yeah. I, the and only he, problem yo, is. He's got 40 passing touchdowns this I, year. No, no, no. I know. I think Dwayne Haskins is right in the mix. I'm curious to see what his stat line is compared to, so the Heisman, to Kyler hey, Murray. Like, yeah, now that you bring that up, Heisman race is going to be a little tighter than everyone thinks. But, I mean, dude, he he he. Le- and again, another thing is, too, Tua also has left the game early in a lot of games. True, true. Very, he's never played fourth quarters. So, that's that. <laughs> so annoying. Bro. You get me? So, those numbers really can be affected because of that. Yeah. It's not his fault Bama's so d- dominant, you know? Yeah. So, but I thought I will put it on the page. I'll actually put it right now on the page so you guys, I know no one's listening right now because we're recording <laughs> it. But check it out. Let us know what you think. Yeah, man. So, uh, big shout out to the new leader in FCS football for passing, uh, Delvin Hodges yes. from Samford. Florida State fans know him. We brought him up in one of the podcasts. That's how before. I found out about him. That's for sure. Dude's an absolute beast. Uh, but you he, know what? It makes me feel better about FSU that day because the guy ended up having a great year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he's apparently been a stud. Uh, these last few years, uh, currently playing uh, in the FCS playoffs, I believe. He is, let me look this up real quick, what his exact stats are now. Because it's like insane. Uh, stats, 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 Starbucks. Uh, no stats available. Thank you, ESPN. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyways, he is the leading passer in FCS football now in the history of that division, so what was good for the, him. You don't even know what the record was, right? They're six and five right now. Oh, they're six and five, so they're yeah, and we're yeah, no, 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 they're one to play. Oh, that's right, that's right. So that's they're right. in the playoffs, but uh, we'll go ahead and start making some predictions and just jump right into that since it is conference championship weekend and FCS playoff weekend. So we'll go ahead and make some picks for that right now. Uh, let's see, let's jump right into it. Uh, okay. Let's go major college football first. Um, here's the schedule for this weekend. Utah at Washington in Santa Clara, California, in the 49er Stadium. I think I'm going to go ahead and say Washington because Utah Utah's doesn't QB, have Tyler Huntley. Yeah. 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 Same. So we got Washington in the Pac-12 championship. Big 12 championship. Rematch, Texas-Oklahoma. When do you ever get to say that you get to see two Red River rivalries? I still right? can't say it. Rival, rivalries. Red River rivalry. Wow. AT&T Stadium, the Cowboys Stadium. Who do you got? I got Oklahoma. Yeah. Just like we were saying, Kyler Murray's nasty. Mm-hmm. I think he's... He's not a conference championship, but this is kind of a weird matchup. Drake from the Pioneer League in... Yes, Drake University or Drake College. Pioneer League 1AA school is playing Iowa State. I guess they were there were some like scheduling issues. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably year. a scheduling thing. Uh, but they're from Des Moines, Iowa. It was actually a school I was looking at when I was coming out uh, high school uh, to play at, and they oh, play wow. at Iowa State. So Iowa State is going to destroy them. Uh, not Sounds like a great game to watch. Memphis at UCF. <sighs> Man, tough, bro. Mackenzie Milton thing. UCF's yeah. gonna be playing inspired. Memphis got I think they're going to be playing for Milton. Memphis has Dar- Darrell Henderson, though, one of the best running backs in the country, man. And oh, Mac Jr. I would hate to see UCF go down like UCF, that. You know, that would be a heartbreaker for UCF in general. 
between Mackenzie Milton going down. I'll go ahead and say UCF just because they're going to really rally around everybody right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't want to go against UCF, but they're it's, definitely, it's definitely football. a game that they could lose. It's going to be a shootout. I'll go UCF. And they played Memphis already this year, right? Yeah. And there was a, I think they almost lost that game. Yeah, they won by one. Yeah. 31-30. <laughs> Damn. It's hard to beat a good team twice. Yeah. I agree. I don't want to pick against UCF. I just can't. I, I trust me. I think it's a game that they lose. Like I'm not gonna be surprised if Memphis loses. Yeah. I mean wins. Uh, but yeah, I just don't want to go against UCF. Definitely. Uh, Bama at Georgia. Uh, not at Georgia. What am I saying? It's gonna be well, basically at Georgia. Mercedes Benz Stadium, Falcon Stadium, SEC Championship. I'm gonna. Just, I think Bama is too hot right now, man. I'm gonna go Bama. It's hard to just go against Bama. Yeah. That one's. It's going to be the best game of the year for them, though. Mountain West Championship, number 25-ranked Fresno State against number 22-ranked Boise State. Boise State is hosting on the blue. Bless you. And, uh, oh, Uh-oh. damn. Oh, Sorry about that. Um, yeah, we got some weather change today. It's kind of screwing me up. <laughs> but I think I'm going to take Boise State on the blue. Always got to go with Boise State on the blue. Hell, yeah. Boise State wins the Mountain West. Clemson at Pitts, uh, Clemson in Charlotte against Pitt. Uh, Bank of America Stadium, ACC Championship. This is going to be a mop-up session. Clemson is going to destroy Pittsburgh, especially since they lost to Miami this past weekend. I would think you would agree. I definitely agree. Uh, then Northwestern at Ohio State. It would be cool to see Clemson just randomly lose, though. Northwestern at Ohio State. Why do I keep saying at? It's in Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, the Colts Stadium, Northwestern, Ohio State. I'm going to go Ohio State. I don't think Clayton Dorson has it in him to put a a catch-up with the points that uh, Haskins and Dobbins and all those guys are going to be putting up. So I'll go Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. Don't. (laughs) Don't do it. There's no way. There's no way. I got to pick up one. Pick it, Northwestern. Pick it. All right, Andres, that's his out of his mind, mind pick. pick of the week. Ah, oh, damn, I forgot to pull it up, but yeah. You out of your mind. So just because it is actually a major time in the lower levels of college football, we'll go ahead and pick the playoff games for Division One AA play, uh, playoffs. Uh, Charleston Rugged. Southern at Citadel. Citadel is the team that held Bama to. Their lowest points before the half, incredibly so. So I'm going to go ahead and say that Citadel beats Charleston Southern. Fair enough. That's a good argument right there. Yeah. You got that? Yeah. All right. Then we got Jacksonville State at Maine. It is going to be freezing at Maine. Jacksonville State is not Jacksonville, Florida. It's actually in Alabama. They are going from the south to play a playoff game in Maine. Give me Maine. Maine's win this game. It's going to be freezing. Yeah, that shit's going to be ice bowl. All these Bama boys don't know what the hell is coming. Yeah, let's go, Maine. Uh, James Madison at Colgate. James Madison has played in the last two FCS uh, national championships, and Colgate is a Patriot League team. It's one of the lower levels of FCS football. So I'm going to go ahead and say that James Madison is going to destroy Colgate because – I actually know a little bit about these two programs. I'm going to go with Colgate. Just Don't, be- not, I'm telling you, it's going to be a it, – it's, I'm telling you, it is two complete different <laughs> levels of football. Don't, don't say Colgate. I know, I know. <laughs> so I'm gonna I was going to say Colgate no, because no, no, that's no, no, a toothpaste no, no, no. I use, but 
We'll go with. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Brush my teeth. Dude, it's crazy how like okay, so Colgate was actually a school that I was very interested in playing at mm-hmm. when I was coming out of high school. Where is Colgate? It's in New York. Oh, okay. It's a one double A school, Patriot League, uh, and I remember like, oh yeah, what about Colgate? Colgate, and I, like their colors are like burgundy and white, and I just couldn't get the Colgate toothpaste bottle out of yeah, my yeah. head when That's I, the I, first I talked thing to the I coach. So I just. He was like talking to me. I was just picturing on his face the crest, uh, the Colgate. Toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's like you, you can't name your school Colgate yeah, and yeah. not and not expect that to happen. All day. It must be a thing there. But anyways, J- James Madison's gonna whop him, uh, mop him up. Uh, Wofford at Kennesaw State. I'm gonna go Kennesaw State because Without they're good and they have the turnover plank. And I'm actually a fan of the turnover plank. Same. So we got Kennesaw State. Uh, Norfolk State over li- at Liberty. Liberty is their quarterback is actually. Uh, Steven Calvert, Buckshot. He is from South Florida. He played for Carroll City High School, and he's a beast. He has played in a ton of big games, and they're they are actually a very good program. I got Liberty. You yeah. got Liberty. I got Liberty. You got Liberty. Yeah. Sorry for that quick pause right there. <laughs> There's a weird creature that walked into the room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Duquesne at South Dakota State. Um, I actually love South Dakota State. I was going to say I'm a huge fan of South Dakota State. Because they are the Jackrabbits. Um, oh, I didn't know that was there. I actually like them. Like, I think they're entertaining They actually watch. put up 90 points yeah, on exactly. Arkansas Pine Bluff this That's year. That's what I'm saying. They have an explosive offense. that puts up 90 has a killer mentality or they're just a bunch of douchebags. I think it's, 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 it's got to be a combination. Of I think both. it's a solid. I think combination. you have a killer mentality when you're putting up sixty or seventy, and then you become a douchebag when you go up to yeah. eighty or ninety. I mean, Duquesne's quarterback is another South Florida kid, Daniel Parr, played at Dwyer. I hmm. uh, used to train with him too, but oh, well. nah, nah, we'll go South Dakota State. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't changing my Montana place. State at North Dakota State, <sighs> the Bison. The Bison's. Montana State's actually a school that interested me a lot. Also, coming out of high school. It's such a cool program, dude. We should have done a Brawl of the Wild thing. I completely missed it when they play Montana. It's like a big rivalry in college football. Damn, you, I, were I, gonna, you wanted to go play in Montana? Huh? You wanted to go play in Montana? Well, like it was a whole thing where like there was a connection that we, we knew someone there. Uh-huh. And they, you know, they were able to get my film there and stuff. And they had invited me to a game. Just like a super... But, like, dude, the stadium's huge. Like, they go crazy over there. Nah, I'm sure it would have been a cool like, football dude, environment. It's, Bo- it's in Bozeman, Montana. And, like, I have it, I still have the, it on you my website. You would have came, came like back a different person. In like yeah. You would have came back a different person. Yeah. Or so, not come back at all. Become a mountain man. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's North Dakota State in the Fargo Dome, one of the most insane atmospheres that I've witnessed on TV and that I've heard from from people that have been there. And they are literally like. Always winning the national championship in the one double so <laughs> yeah, I'll go exactly. ahead and say North Dakota State yeah, wins this one. Yeah, hundred percent. Southeastern Missouri State at Weber State. I'm going to go Weber State just because they are in Arizona and their campus looks very cool. And <laughs> Southeastern Missouri State actually lost in one of the most insane ending plays against Murray State a few weekends ago. And yeah, that's just bad luck. So I'm going Weber State. I'm going Weber State representing. Uh my baseball coach, Coach Weber. So <laughs> and let's go. <laughs> uh, Southern at Alcorn State. Uh, rest in peace, Steve McNair. Alcorn State grad. I'm going to Alcorn State. Yeah, well, we can we can rip the. What is it? What is their mascot? Uh, you don't even know, right? I don't know. <laughs> but 
The Alcorn yeah. State Acorns. That would be, that I would knew sense. you were going to say that. <laughs> Who you got? Yeah, I got Alcorn State. Okay, cool. Uh, Nichols, Nichols State at Eastern Washington. If you don't know about Eastern Washington, they, this game is actually at Eastern Washington. Uh, their field is called the Inferno. They have all red turf. Crazy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Really that's right. good that, one that AA program. Insane. Very good one AA program. Um, I And Nichols is a Louisiana team right outside of New Orleans. They're another team that's going to be going way up north to be playing in a playoff game. Hostile environment, red field, a yeah. place called the Inferno. I'm taking Eastern gotta, Washington yeah, all day. Say, it's hard to choose against them in that environment. Yeah. So, Northern Iowa at UC Davis. I think I'm going to go UC Davis because I'm a big Cali guy. we went with every single home team. Did we? I think so. Uh, damn. Yeah, we did. So, I'm going to go with Northern Iowa. Nice. I mean, that's a good – Northern Iowa is really good. It is. I don't know. They play in a dome, though. Dome team. But they're no- Iowa kids, so they're okay. tough. Yeah. We'll take it. So, Andre's got Iowa, Northern Iowa, and I got UC Davis. And that's your picks for college football this weekend. Hope you enjoyed this one. We'll be talking uh, how Baker needs to chill a little bit soon. And Le'Veon Bell and the Jaguars and, God, just everything that happened in the NFL this past weekend. Along with some NFL picks and everything else is going on. So enjoy some Dwight Howard tweets. and uh, (laughs) Those are out of control. uh, Just incredible. People are so talented. Well, we'll start off next. We can start off next uh, episode with that. <sighs> Might be controversial. Yeah. But we'll get into it. Alright guys, we'll see you next time. <sighs> Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Thanks. Bye. Follow uh, pajamas, I think I made it. I show my mom my first million, she damn near fainted. The rich and famous so nice to make you acquaintance. The legends put out the